Welcome to the Who's on the Move Nonprofit Minute podcast. In this series, we interview leaders in the nonprofit community who are having an amazing impact on our local communities. And we thank our sponsors of this series, Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Carolina, NP Strategy, and South Carolina Federal Credit Union. Today's interview is with Make-A-Wish South Carolina. Make-A-Wish South Carolina, together with donors and volunteers, creates life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses. President and CEO Misty Farmer joined us by Zoom to chat about the organization's upcoming 40th anniversary, World Wish Day, which will take place on April 29, 2020. On this day, Make-A-Wish South Carolina will collectively celebrate the strength and transformation created by Wishes Come True. The brand of Make-A-Wish is well known. Um, Talk a little bit about the the history of of Make-A-Wish Foundation. So um, Make-A-Wish was founded 40 years ago, believe it or not, in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, After the community came together to grant the wish, of a young boy named Chris Gracious, who was battling leukemia. And that community rallied around him to uh, grant his one true wish to be a police officer for a day. And that really kind of sparked a movement that they really, the small core group did not expect to happen. But as a result, we now have over 60 chapters of Make-A-Wish throughout the country. Can you kind of just talk a little bit about the broad mission? So Make-A-Wish, together with our partners and donors, creates life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses. Uh, We provide wishes to children uh, in the state of South Carolina between the age of two and a half and 18 who are battling a life-threatening medical condition. What is the process for, for evaluating cases and for determining needs and for going out in the community and, and, and funding a wish? We at Make-A-Wish have one program, technically, which is wish granting, but there are many facets to that program. Um, We are, first and foremost, we're referral-based, so we work very closely with our uh, medical professionals throughout the state of South Carolina. We rely on them to refer kids to us for wishes. Um, We have um, three really great children's hospitals in, in the state, and so those are strong partnerships of ours. So our medical community is is first and foremost, we would not be able to grant wishes without them referring to us. And then the second um, component of our wish granting operation that people most often don't know about is our, our volunteer program. And so we have over 250 active volunteers throughout the state that serve as wish granters. They are essentially our boots on the ground throughout the communities. They're the ones who actually go out into the home or hospital setting or wherever it may be, um, meet the families face-to-face, interview them. Um, They're specially trained through Make-A-Wish University uh, um, activities with these children to help them uncover what their one true wish uh, may be. Because as you can imagine, um, children might might take a little while to think on that. The the younger children uh, typically go straight to their favorite uh, Disney character, and then Disney is really popular, but some of the older kids want to take a little bit more time and really truly think about what that wish would be and how it might impact them, and so our volunteers guide them through that. And even after that initial visit happens, um, typically uh, from the time of referral to the time a wish is actually granted, 
um, there's about a span of six to 12 months um, involved in that. So our volunteers stay with those families throughout the process. They do things um, on a monthly basis or every so often to keep the WISH kids excited about their uh, WISH and looking forward to it. And just that they're the, they're the heart and soul of, of our program, which is WISH granting. And then finally, um, in terms of programmatic elements of what we do, of course, there's always fundraising and we have a very robust uh, development program. Um, we have designed a way for pretty much anyone to become involved in fundraising at our chapter, whether it's um, through outdoor adventure hiking programs, through uh, corporate partnerships, through donating airline miles, or of course, individual donors. Um, so we, we pride ourselves on really being able to partner with, with anyone um, and, and so that everyone has an opportunity to be a part of creating that magic that we provide through our WISH experience. Talk about April and, and its importance to the organization. So I spoke earlier about how we were founded um, through the very first WISH uh, being granted with Chris Gracious wanting to be a police officer. And so annually in April, on April 29th, we celebrate that wish um, and how that wish impacted our organization. And it's called World Wish Day. And so this year we'll be celebrating our 40th anniversary as an enterprise, Make-A-Wish America and all of the collective chapters will be celebrating on World Wish Day. Um, and we'll be launching a special campaign um, to celebrate that. Um, I won't give away too much about that just yet, but. Um, more so than ever before, we'll be celebrating our mission in big ways um, throughout the community, and um, it's just going to be a really special time for us. Of course, um, you know, recent happenings have really kind of thrown a, a kink in our plans, but we are still dedicated to celebrating that important milestone in a major way. Yeah, I was looking at the um, an announcement recently about most kids look to do something or go someplace. Obviously, that becomes challenging at least April 2020. So yes. um, talk about how maybe you kind of short term deal with the, the challenges of travel and going to Disneyland and places like that. Yeah, so obviously um, this pandemic has really impacted our ability to fully execute on our mission. Um, over 70% of our local wishes here in South Carolina involve travel. Um, and so, so far, unfortunately, we have um, had to delay at least 38 wishes. Um, and as, as this continues, it is likely that that will continue as well. Um, so it's a real challenge for us. Of course, we still have wishes happening, those um, that are, that are non-travel. Um, a a to-have wish would be an example of one that we are able to grant. So we do still have um, active wishes happening right now. Um, we have things like, um, we're getting creative on how we do this. So a typical shopping spree wish is now converted to an online shopping spree. Uh, with some special touches involved there to make it, make it special. And then we can still execute on wishes to have. Um, we're, we're putting together a, a playhouse for a child right now who wishes to have a, a backyard playhouse. And so we're having to get really creative, um, but unfortunately what it means for us is that we will have a pretty big backlog once we are able to resume business as usual. Um, and so we are working now, we know that the actions that we take now will 
um, impact our ability to grant those wishes at an unprecedented rate once we are back to business as usual. And so um, it is a, it's a challenge, but it's one that we are working to mitigate and one that we know that our volunteers and our wish families and our supporters will help us rise to the challenge to overcome. What are you most proud of in terms of accomplishments of the organization? I think I'm most proud of the, the team that we have here at our chapter. Um, we, we are a family and we have recruited some of the best talent, in my opinion, um, of, of any organization in terms of um, both fundraising staff and mission delivery. Um, our wish managers are so committed to making every wish as magical and, and as special for these kids as they possibly can. Um, and, and our supporters are the same way. You know, we, as I mentioned earlier, um, we have a very tight-knit community here. Um, and so I think the, the sense of community and family within the organization and um, us being able to retain these people, we, we have a very low um, turnover rate among our team, our volunteers, our donors. And so that would be, uh, I think my proudest accomplishment is just the sense of community that we have here.